0: My name is Stan Bertolo. I am a French journalist living in Princeton, New Jersey, and I'm the host of Back in America. In this podcast, I explore what makes America, America. To do this, I've met with black activists, abuse survivors, men questioning traditional masculinity, business people, teachers, gay dancers, and politicians. At no point in time in the history of this country was a black man allowed to be fully seen and fully represent himself as a man. Can you tell me a bit more about yourself now? You know, what kind of childhood did you have? Uh, What did your parents do? Do you have any sibling? Where did you grow up? So I'm a Navy brat. Well, I like to say I'm now I'm just a brat, (laughs) (laughs) but I've moved 36 times. Wow. Yes. All pretty much along the eastern side of the United States. My father was a nuclear engineer, and while he was a brilliant man, he was also a monster. My abuse started very young when I was a toddler. I lost my virginity at age two at the hands of my father. Whoa. Yeah. We were all sold the lie that holding in our feelings and not sharing them and not talking about them equated with manhood. Well, I love America. I think that there are very few places in the world where a young foreigner can come and be established on completely equal footing to people who grew up in the culture. Being American to me is to make your dreams truly come true. I mean, I I dreamt of being a principal dancer and being gay and, and married to a man and having children. And that was my dream when I was little. Like what George Floyd went through, not being able to breathe. You're suffocated. You don't know what to do. You just feel like you're trapped. Like there's no end to it. That's what I feel like being a Black person every single day. Let me start with a a burning question I've got. Is this country ready for a Native American president? I understand why you would ask that question. I I would actually say that that question is coming from the wrong perspective. What that question does is it it centers white landowning men. And the challenge we face in this nation is the entire nation was founded on, founded for, even founded by white landowning men. And you started to have an impact on on your local community, which was You know, from the start, what you were trying to do, not only grow food, but create a sense of a community. How do you think an urban garden actually do that? A lot of the urban communities are actually disjointed. People are brought together by music or by ideas, and they can meet at a central location that has nothing to do with their physical location in the city where they live. With a garden... It's, it's often, you know, you want to be close to your garden. You don't want to have to get on the train for an hour and go to your garden on the weekend. You want to be able to go out your house and walk down and, and get to the garden really quickly. So um, community gardens actually necessitate kind of that the people actually live nearby. So we're talking about a community of neighbors in a place where usually a community doesn't refer to a physical location. Can I ask you to share this letter or part of it with the audience? Interestingly, it starts out with uh, USMA, which is the acronym for the U.S. Military Academy. And it says USMA Teammates, which I think is, is very telling from a leadership perspective. It said, as you are aware, our country is experiencing civil unrest. During these unsettling times, I want us to recommit to eradicating racism from within our ranks by treating all people with dignity and respect. What is America to you? America to me is a story. It's not actually a place. Um, there's there's a place that more or less, like more, more or less, corresponds to it. But America's a story. It's almost a myth. It's it's it's, or it's certainly a legend. It's a story that people tell themselves. It's a a way of looking at the world that may not actually have that much to do with um with life on the ground. But it inspires a lot of people, and for good and for ill. America's a story. And it's a story that can always be retold in different ways. And that's one of the things that makes it interesting to me. What do people usually don't understand about what you do? Many people, I think, are very much emotionally invested in business as usual and keeping things going the way they are at any cost And, and therefore even to imagine that it's possible that the world is is fundamentally unsustainable and on a track toward it's just not so they'll go to any length to to uh, rationalize and justify excluding the facts or uh, ignoring them and so that's that's what i see happening how did it feel after five years of this incredible adventure to come back home it was not simple no. Uh, the journey had been my compass. It had been my rudder. I had applied all my resources to getting it done. I now realized that I had expectations that if I succeeded and uh, piled on all these Guinness World Records, 14 of them registered during the journey, uh, that I would come back and have our nonprofit. That we established to educate and inspire, especially children, be a vehicle to tell the story. And uh, there was not enough coverage. There was not enough engagement by the society. So I felt all of a sudden that uh, it was all for naught, and I wallowed you come from liberia you come from africa how do you experience this country being black but you're not a black american you're a black from africa sort of in between culture right mhm big time that's a good question i try not to allow the outside <laughs> the outside world for, for lack of better words um intervene with um, the goals that I've set for myself. If okay. that makes sense. So you, you, you try to hide out all those racial tensions. Yes. Because basically. you want to focus on, on your goal, which is yeah. to build a career and yeah. And to build a good life for uh, Malcolm. Yeah. Moving to prison has not always been easy. I've had my shares of racism, but I've worked so hard to get to where I'm at right now. I'm not gonna allow anyone to try to dictate my outcome. In this podcast, I want to understand why people do the thing they do, what drives them, and how this culture and this country is influencing them. Don't miss upcoming episodes of Back in America. Subscribe now, wherever you get your podcast.